We got hit with a snowstorm out here, and at night, tonight, it was negative nine degrees. It's so cold that, like, the plows can't even plow the roads. It's, it's crazy. Oh, man. Winter is here, and the snow is here as well. We did get a white Christmas, so that was awesome. New Year just happened, um, and here we are. The New Year is here. It is the 13th of January. It's crazy how fast two weeks has gone in the New Year. It's like, dang, it's like it's over. (laughs) And then we know it that, you know, February will be here, and then all of a sudden July will be here, and then all of a sudden it'll be 2025. It's crazy how this shit goes. Like, everything just flies by real fast. Um... I want to talk about something in this episode that I believe I talked about in like two or three episodes ago, and it was really all about just not waiting for the future to feel happy or fulfilled. A consistent theme that I've noticed throughout my entire life is waiting for the future to save me from the present, right? Like, whatever it is that's in the present, I've waited for the future to save me from it, right? And it's just fascinating because throughout my entire life, I've held this belief. And I think that this is just like a general thing that we learn in society. I think that we're all kind of programmed to live this way, but... It's like we wait for the future because there's something about the future that's better than what's going on right now. And I've lived this way for a long time. Like, a long time. A long time. I apologize if it sounds like I'm not, like, screaming, but, like... My voice is a little bit high. I don't know if the mic, if the uh, the microphone can hear me loud enough. Um, but what I've really been looking at is just my. I don't know the 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 programming inside of me that has conditioned me to seek the future and to believe that the future is better than what's happening right now, but. What I've also been focusing on lately is just my own energy and managing my own energy, right? And the fascinating thing is that, again, like I was saying before, throughout my entire life, I've waited for the future to be happy. And I was actually just looking back at the past episode that I did last weekend And I realized that I said something similarly in the past episode. And that had to do with this whole thing of waiting for a future occasion to feel fulfilled, right? Now, there are two other things that I want to talk about because I already talked about that in the past episode. So two other things that I want to talk about. The first one being letting go of lack, 
right? I'm in an era now where I'm letting go. I'm just letting go. I'm letting go of forcing. I'm letting go of trying to control things, right? I learned a belief that I need to force things and control things to feel safe, to feel happy, to feel like things are going my way, right? But forcing and controlling things have really led me to be stressed out a lot. And I just don't want to live that way anymore. Right? And it's just so fascinating because this belief, this feeling of lack that I've carried around for so long, man, is it fucking heavy. It's so heavy. Like... It's like it's like carrying a ton of sacks of potatoes like everywhere. Like just uh, not even sack of potatoes like just like the heaviest thing you could possibly imagine carrying that around. Lack is an illusion, but it's based in a belief from childhood, right? A belief of unworthiness, a belief of insufficiency, a belief of defectiveness. And I've carried that around for as long as I can remember. I know exactly where it comes from. I'm not going to get into that, but I've carried it around forever. And the more I look at it and I'm like, fuck you, lack. (laughs) Like, I don't, like, it's kind of like this thing that has followed me around and it's just... I'm ready to let it go. And now it's fascinating. Of course, I can imagine many people would be like, well, Chris, why would you want to hold on to that? Why wouldn't you just let that go? Why wouldn't you be ready to let that go? It's not that simple. It's funny because I say that it's not that simple and I look at myself while I say that and I'm like, Chris, that is a belief. (laughs) You are ascribing, I think that's the right word to use, meaning to it. And therefore, that is what's creating your experience around it and that's what's keeping the story alive and that's what's in everything. It comes full circle. Who would want to carry around lack, right? Lack, if you carry beliefs of lack, you just attract more, you attract more of that stuff to you. And so, yeah, I'm ready. I I don't, I don't lack anything. I don't. And it's funny because part of me looks at me and looks at my past and it's like, dude, how are you going to just let this go? You've been carrying this around forever. You can't just let this go. That's the unknown. That means stepping into the unknown. The unknown is fucking terrifying. We don't know what's in the unknown. So you're going to hold on to the lack because the lack is all you've ever known. And why would you carry anything else? Right? Why would you let go of this familiar and comfortable realm, this home that you've been creating forever? Don't let that go. And then the, the, the higher part of myself is like, yeah, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> um, and the other thing, it's not just lack also, but it's also a matter of something that I've been waking up from in life has been, well, it's not really a matter of like waking up from, but I'm seeing now 
that I've been doing things as a means to an end rather than an end in and of itself. So, like, for instance, um, if I do this podcast, right, and I do it as a means to an end, that would basically mean, oh, I'm doing this because of this, that, and the other. Maybe I'm trying to make money with it, right? I love that word, trying, too. (laughs) Um, But maybe I'm doing it as a means to make money, right? So, therefore, the intention is to make money. But then the question is, is it actually enjoyable? And if the answer is no, then I think that for myself personally, I need to reapproach that and also potentially reconsider why I'm actually doing it. Do I need to do it because I need to make money? And here's the other thing I've noticed, right? You ever notice somebody, right? Maybe you go to a convenience store. Maybe you go to a fast food chain. Maybe you just, you you, you go wherever you go, right? And you're doing business with somebody. You're exchanging cash for a good, for a product, for whatever it is, right? And as you are having an interaction with somebody, right? You're trying to buy something, right? You can tell whether or not they are enjoying themselves, If they're not, their energy is usually like, right? They're like, they're, they're, they're just not happy to be there, right? That versus or compared to somebody who actually enjoys what they do, your experience with them is going to be drastically different, right? So if... I'm doing something as a means to an end. I'm doing it solely to make money, right? Because we're here in this life and we need to make money to survive, right? Everyone knows. So you're doing it as a means to an end, and that means is to make money. The only reason that you're doing it is to make money. But that doesn't mean that you enjoy it. And, in fact, you don't enjoy it. And so the way that you approach that... It's not going to be with enthusiasm. Shit, you're not even going to want to be there. I can imagine that everyone listening to this knows what it feels like to go into a situation with somebody. You know, maybe you walk into a grocery store and you ask someone a question. They don't want to be there. They don't want to take care of your issue. They don't want anything to do with that, right? And that's the experience, right? It's not a fun experience. It really isn't. But then you approach somebody who fucking loves what they do. It doesn't matter if they're a janitor, if they're, you know, if they work in a grocery store, um, if they push carts, if they, it, it does not matter. If they're a valet driver, it does not matter, right? If they enjoy what they do, the energy dynamic is different. You can experience it that way and it changes everything. It changes the experience. This is the difference between doing something as a means to an end right? You're doing something to get something or to get something else, right? You're working a job solely to make money as compared to doing something because you actually enjoy it. A lot of people in life, they're doing things as a means to an end. They're doing things because they quote unquote have to. It's for survival. They need to pay bills. Yes, I get it. We need to pay for life. I wasn't born yesterday. I know this. (laughs) But 
just because that's the case doesn't mean that a person can't find something that... Oh, and by the way, <laughs> I could have made this argument five years ago. I'll make it now because it's even more relevant than it was five years ago. We are now in 2024. You can do pretty much anything that you want and make money with it. And because there are all these different platforms that you can utilize to actually do that and make money, it's more feasible now than ever before. I know that this sounds like an advertisement for 2024. Welcome to 2024, the year in which you can do anything you fucking want to. It doesn't matter what your parents say. It doesn't matter what your friends say. It doesn't matter what your teachers say. Everyone will call you a fucking failure, but it doesn't fucking matter. Welcome to 2024. Social media is real. You can make money on it. Yes, of course. Blah, 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 this, that. Anyway, yes. <laughs> advertisement for 2024. 2024 should pay me for this advertisement. Just kidding. Um, no, but really. So, you're either doing something. I mean, I suppose, I suppose that there are three ways to approach this. You're either doing something as a means to an end, right? You're trying to get something out of it. I guess there are all... Yeah, I mean... There are like two or three ways you could approach this. But basically, I'll just say it this way. You are either doing things as a means to an end, right? You're doing something to get something. Or you're doing what you're doing because you actually enjoy it. I enjoy making podcast episodes. I enjoy making YouTube videos. I enjoy being a, con a content creator. I just, I enjoy these things. And my enjoyment is the beautiful, wonderful, delicious energy that you all get to listen to, right? Maybe you like these episodes, maybe you don't. But the reality of the matter is that it takes me a little bit of time out of my week. My YouTube videos, they take more time, which I'm fine with, but I love it regardless. And that's the fun part for me, right? And I present myself with this wonderful high energy that I can imagine that a lot of people listening to enjoy, right? And that's great. But what I'm really focusing on moving forward and the reason why I'm bringing this, this thing up of, you know, doing something because you enjoy it versus doing something because you quote unquote have to, right? There's a difference your energy is going to be different. And that's just the reality of it. And whenever you go into a situation with somebody that you know is doing something because they want to, they want to be there. There is a smile on their face when they're helping you because they enjoy it. They're helping you find those oranges in the grocery store. Yay, oranges. The contribution to good health in a human being. Wonderful. <laughs> They they enjoy helping you. I love people, by the way. I really do. You'll probably never find me in a retail position again. I don't love people in a retail position. <laughs> they are absolutely annoying. Um, what, uh, especially restaurants. Ay, ay, ay. I worked in a diner where in the diner... I had to take care of a table where a man, <laughs> this is hilarious, a man came in, he sat down, I walked over to him, I was like, hello sir, how are you this evening? And he was like, ah, uh, I've heard this diner sucks. And I'm like, then why'd you come here? <laughs> right? It's just like the energy. And 
here is the wild thing. Here is the absolutely wild thing. This is the thing that I will finish off with because I think it's like the icing on the cake, right? It's the tip of the iceberg. The iceberg that's uh, largely submerged under freezing cold water. Um, When I focus on my energy, when I bring all of my awareness back to myself and into my body, rather than being tuned into everyone else like I've been so used to, comfortable and familiar with throughout my entire life, I realize how in control I am of my energy. How much I get to choose me. Not just meaning like choose yourself, do the best you can for yourself. Like I mean like choose how I am as a person. My energy. I'm in control of it. I'm in charge of it. And I love that. And that's like what I'm doing now, what I'm working through right now is focusing on my energy rather than worrying about something in the future. Right now is right now. Is right now is right now is right now. (laughs) This is life. Life is right now. It will only always ever be right now. And the more that I focus on that and the less I focus on waiting for something in the future to fulfill me and to bring me this incredible sensation of joy and happiness, that is all available right now. I will make this very clear right now. (laughs) Yes, people go through things. And it's fine to go through things. It's also really important to understand if instead of going through things, you're actually putting yourself through things. Yes, unnecessarily. Now with that, here we go. Here's the groundbreaking shit that you've all been waiting for. I'm just kidding. No, but really. When you focus on yourself and your energy, you bring all of your focus and your awareness and your energy back to yourself and into your body, you change. You end up having like this incredible fiesta, this party inside of you, and you're like, whoa, I don't have to be tuned in to what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is thinking, what everyone else is feeling. Fuck all of that. I can just be focused on myself, and I'm not a selfish person for doing that. Because this is my frame, these are my boundaries, I get to enjoy myself even if the rest of the fucking world is going through a disaster of a fucking tsunami. I can be here fine by myself. And the other thing is too that I've noticed, and I've been sucked into this throughout my entire life, and I am so, I'm I'm already retired. I I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Um, It's not just enmeshment. In the family, like in physical family households, you know, with a mom and a dad and, and, you know, children, siblings, all that stuff, right? Enmeshment, I'm, I don't think that I'm wrong about this. I mean, I haven't explored this as actual fact, but from what I've experienced, enmeshment is also societal. It's also cultural. It's like, I don't know, everyone has to be on board with the same shit and involved with the same shit and invested in the same shit. No. (laughs) No. That's not necessary. And just taking a step back and realizing you don't need to do that is the fucking win. Welcome to 2024, my friends. Let's have a great fucking year. I love you all. Take care.